Hi everybody, so today on Grad Cracker we welcome new employers, we've got lots of new roles, opportunities going live every day. And um, me and Jess also wanted to tell you about the number of opportunities with deadlines at the end of November. So we've got nearly 250 graduate roles and over 200 placements with deadlines next week. So don't miss out on your perfect opportunity, get your applications in. So on today's webinar, we welcome Cambridge Consultants, or CC, one of the world's leading product development and technology consultancy firms. We are joined by Lucy, talent acquisition partner and graduate Finlay, and interns Emily and Kai, who all found their roles through Gradcracker. So we'll also be hearing from the panel about the recruitment process, hints and tips, the different projects that they've been working on, and much, much more. So stay tuned while we will reintroduce everybody to you. So Lucy, I'm going to come to you and start with you first. Could you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your role and involvement with early careers? Yeah, absolutely. Well, hi, everyone. Happy Thursday. I am Lucy and I'm an early careers recruiter here at CC. So I manage all of our tech scholar intern and graduate recruitment. So basically, I am there to support you through the whole process. So your application initially will be reviewed by myself before it goes to a hiring manager. Um, and then I'll be a point of contact throughout the whole process. And I'll meet you at second stage interview. And then once you've joined and kind of been there through the onboarding process, we organize um, like a scavenger hunts around the office get to know me sessions pizza nights just different things that you can kind of um take advantage of to settle into your role so i will be part of all of that for you um and yeah we're recruiting quite a few different roles across internship and grad level at the moment so you can definitely take a look on the hub and see what we've got currently perfect thank you very much lucy and give everybody a bit of an overview to cambridge consultants so what, what do you do yeah, of course. So we are Cambridge consultants. So we're technology consultants. We're product developers. So effectively, clients come to us often with problems that they need solutions to. Um, for example, needing internet and aeroplanes, but not knowing how to achieve that, which kind of goes against kind of basic physics often. So we basically will come up with solutions to problems across the wide range of sectors that we work within. Um, so we built up engineers, scientists, mathematicians. STEM is definitely our space, basically, um, yeah. and we work with around, well, a huge amount of kind of different clients, but we're working on around 400 projects each year yeah. at the moment. So lots yeah. of variety and end-to-end and exposure for those who join us. And, and you're not massive, are you, as an employee? Is it about 900 people who work there? Yeah, absolutely. So we've yeah. got around 650 people in our Cambridge office. Yeah. Um, we've got around 100 people in our Boston office and 50 in our Asia offices, and we cross-collaborate really well. So um for those that join us on a permanent basis, like our grads, we really promote internal mobility. So we've got people that have done two year secondments in Boston or people wow. from Asia with us right now. So whilst we are global, there's lots of kind of cross collaboration and central communication, um, which is really, really nice um, to be honest. But we're kind of hybrid working. You definitely yeah. are not going to see 650 people in this <laughs> canteen is probably like the busiest space. And other than that, yeah, it's just through all our different communities that we've got going on. I think Kai's going to speak about your canteen a little bit later on. Um, so, so talk to us, Lucy, about your future plans and um, specifically with early careers. Yeah, absolutely. So early careers recruitment is a huge focus of, for us and it has yeah. always been uh, our CEO started as a tech scholar. So that's like pre-university. Oh, he yeah. joined us for a year and then and lots of other people here at CC, you'll know, will have joined us interns, tech scholars, as grads. So we recruit between probably like 25 to 30-ish grads a year, yeah. um, 15 to 20 plus interns. Um, and that will continue to grow. That will continue to grow. But also what we're exploring at the moment, as well as a lot of apprenticeship recruitment. Yeah. So um, this is across level 
levels, but also whilst I know a lot of the audience today will be grads and interns, not necessarily looking for apprenticeships, the apprenticeship options that we have will benefit all at CC because there's yeah. a levy that can be used to upskill. So we'll yeah. really encourage people at CC to later in their careers take upskilling apprenticeships if they want to drive into different directions. We had uh, someone super recently who just moved from mechanical team into our AI team. So, yeah. you know, utilizing those uh, learning and development opportunities to progress within your career and, and develop your skills elsewhere. So lots of opportunity for growth in terms of our growth in numbers, but also yeah. individual growth as well with, with what you're doing and your skills. Yeah, it's brilliant to know that that's on offer when a student does start at CC, that they can progress the skills and keep learning and developing yeah. Um, yeah. through the business. And, you know, you know, you've kind of touched on culture a little bit by how you introduced CC at the beginning. But in 60 seconds, how would you describe the culture at Cambridge Consultants? Yeah, absolutely. I, our learning and development department was one of the reasons I joined CC. I'm really kind of bought into progression. There's so much availability there for you. Uh, in my interview, someone said to me, everyone will smile at you in the corridor. And I just thought that was such a sales piece. But honestly, <laughs> everyone is so friendly. Everyone smiles at you in the corridor. Um, we're not, I wouldn't say we're just this one big family. We've got loads of different communities. It's all about being, bringing your individual self to work. It's not about yeah. fitting in it's about adding to the team so we've got loads of different groups depending on who you are what you're interested in you can be really really social you can not be as social you can just keep you know keep yourself to whatever it is that you enjoy doing um but for me it's just a welcoming space where everyone can be themselves at work and, and be around people that have like-mindedness or just be completely different to them so yeah it's yeah. a really nice enjoyable environment for me uh, and lots of nice social things and the free rooftop bar is definitely a winner uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that does sound exciting about that <laughs> and you'll, like Lucy said at the beginning you'll meet Lucy all the way through the application process as well so you've definitely got a face to an in as well when you're watching this webinar so um, just to speak about your opportunities a little bit so Cambridge Consultants on their company hub they are open for their interns and graduate opportunities opportunities um, open all open to multiple candidates across all STEM disciplines. Um, so the inter internships and graduate opportunities cover programs such as software engineering, hardware, testing, design and technology. Um, the placements are all a year long. So if you're looking for that sandwich placement, uh, they are definitely there for you. And the graduate opportunities um, are there as well all with a deadline at the moment of the 30th of November. And um, so make sure you get your applications in. That is a rolling deadline, so it might move forward um, a little bit later on in the year, but we don't need to miss out on these opportunities because they are absolutely fantastic. So if you can apply, watch this webinar and get your applications in as, as soon as you are ready to. So what we're going to do now is move on and meet the panel. So thank you, Lucy. I'll be coming back to you towards the end of the webinar and meet the panel and find out a little bit more about them. So we've got a bit of a mix today, like I said at the beginning of the webinar, and we've got um, graduates and interns as well, which is exciting. So Finley, you are our graduate. So tell yeah. us all about yourself. So where did you go to university and what did you study? Hi, everyone. Yeah, so I'm Finlay. I'm a grad in the DSP team at Cambridge Consultants, which is mostly to do with sort of um, a bit of software, a bit of embedded programming, um, also sort of radio frequency stuff. Yeah. I studied at Strathclyde Uni uh, back up in Glasgow. Yeah. Um, I studied an integrated master's in electrical mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. DSP, what does that stand for? Oh, sorry, that stands for Digital Signal Processing. 
Perfect. Acronyms. I was, I was going to ask you thought. I, I hope you remember what it stands for. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Finley. And interns now. So Kai and Emily. So start with you, Kai. What are you currently um, studying and at which university? Hi. So I am at the University of Sheffield and I'm currently doing a um, integrated master's in mechanical engineering. So I'm here in between my third and fourth year. Perfect. Thank you very much, Kai. And Emily? Hi, uh, yeah, so I'm the same. So I've done three years at Nottingham University um, and I'm doing an integrated master's in mechanical engineering as well. So I'll go back for my final year after this placement. Fantastic, thank you very much. And what we're going to do now is break the ice and um, quick fire round to start off with. So tell us all an interesting fact about CC and Finley, um, you first. Um, so my inter interesting fact about CC is that there is a free lunch every day in the canteen um that changes every day and there's a lot of options so um yeah it's a nice perk to have yeah definitely see I told you we we're going to talk about the canteen later on <laughs> thank you very much Finley and Kai um following on from lunch this started in the sort of beginning of summer in my little section in my department we go out and play spike ball every day after lunch and we thought that it would just be a fun little thing that we do for a couple of weeks, but we've been playing every day religiously, rain or shine, throughout winter. It's, oh. yeah, we've gained a bit of a reputation. <laughs> I actually got spike ball. Yeah, I was trying to say that. i spike ball. Oh, I could oh. talk for ages about spike ball. That's not quick fire question. On your webinar. It's a ball net game in, a, in teams of three, smacking a ball against the net. It's kind of volleyball rules it's kind of hard to explain but it's just so much fun it's very active we've got a lovely outdoor space like lawn that we can play on it's it's wonderful so you can stuff your face and get fit afterwards yes, absolutely burn off your lunch. exactly burn off your lunch thanks very much kai and emily what's yours yeah well after you've had lunch and played spike ball if you want a cup of tea Yay. Um, <laughs> my fact is that cambridge consultants we actually um, developed the first circular tea bag for Tetley tea yeah. um, so we have Tetley tea bags everywhere and yeah they're very good and that was all thanks to us. Perfect. Emily what's the benefit of having a circular tea bag over any other shape do we know? I think oh, I'm sure it's spot. you know probably the perfect strength of tea it was just yeah. that's what it gives in it you know, goes out a constant rate some mm. some fluids someone yeah. very clever will have worked it out. <laughs> perfect cool. I'm not going to mention Yorkshire tea at this point. Um, no. Okay, so what we're going to do now is hand over to you, Jessica, and we're going to speak to everybody in a little bit more Thank detail. You. Yes. So, Kai, you're at the top of my list, my love, so I'm coming to you first. Um, if you could tell us a bit more about your role and what life is like for you at CC. Cool. So I am a mechanical engineer um, in the mechanics and design section within the ICE department. So... CC has three main departments, so the one that I'm within, ICE, um, Industrial Consumer and Energy. So I'm doing lots of mechanical design, testing, um, all kinds of stuff across a range of projects. So yeah, lots of lots of really cool mechanical-based work, yeah. Brilliant. And sorry, Kai, if you've said this, so I might have missed it. When did you start your placement? Uh, yeah, I started um, at the end of July. Yeah. end of July fantastic so tell us a bit about um kind of what life has been like for you then since July so kind of like a bit more about the onboarding process yeah. settling in the teams and everything you know what, what's been like for you kind of that that kind of six months less than six months a bit less, um, bit less. 
I mean, certainly a big learning curve. I imagine everyone feels the same. It's my first time being in a big company like this. So yeah, yeah there was definitely, it was definitely a bit nervous at first, but what Lucy was saying about everyone being really friendly, everyone smiling, everyone being there to support and, you know, answer questions um, is very, very true, I found. So at the beginning, um, lots of meeting the team, having conversations with everyone. Something that I did is scheduled half an hour meetings with some of the people who are more senior in the company, some of the project managers, for example, just to introduce myself and get to know more about how the company works, which really helped my understanding of, you know, how CC operates on a wider level to just what I'm doing, which was really, really good. Um, lots of training, lots of skill development, um, and then straight into project work um, within the first couple of weeks, really, uh, which was really exciting to be working on, you know, some substantial engineering work which is what I'm here to do I guess so mm. very positive. And Kai what, what was your initial attraction to CC you know why did they stand out for you and why did you want to apply to them? Um, well I guess it's hard to know at this stage of your you know development as an engineer what it is that you're super interested in so at uni mm -hmm. I did formula student for example you know yes. building racing cars and like that's really fun but it's still very constrained in you know, that's the thing that I had an opportunity to, opportunity to do. So now yeah. I've come here in a company that works on a, like a range of projects far greater than I could have ever really imagined, you know, in industries and, you know, on topics that I didn't even know existed. It's, yeah. it, I thought, and, you know, I'm very glad that I've taken this opportunity to really expand my horizons and discover what it is that I'm interested in. So I, yeah. you know, have a better understanding going forward in what I want to do. And having a really great time doing it. Yeah, definitely. Kai, I actually need to call you after this webinar because me and you need to chat because I wasn't going to mention this. I thought I'll do it off, off the webinar, but because you mentioned former student, we actually have an area on Grad Quacker called the Student STEM Society Hub Area where societies like yourself can have a hub and promote how amazing you are to our employers. Now, at the moment, we need to get your society live on grad quacker so i will be working with you kai <laughs> that's brilliant yes. we, we love for anyone that. that's listening from the sheffield racing society yes, let me know um, <laughs> it's so good i'm glad you mentioned that um but in terms of that's a really interesting point as well again kind of that uh, that that change from university life um um, to kind of working in industry and you know again that kind of exploration in terms of where your degree can take you you've obviously put yourself in quite a few situations Kai you mentioned earlier on you know you've kind of reached out to other members of the team to say you know hi I'm here I'm interested you've got a lot of confidence to do that where do you get the confidence from you know again when I'm speaking to students a lot of them are a little bit nervous a little bit anxious you know putting yourself out there where have you got that confidence from to do that and how are you doing it um I mean, I think that's a really interesting question because typically I wouldn't describe myself as a super oh, really? extroverted person. Um, uh -huh. um, you know, there's obviously levels to these things, but I think it's more to do with, you know, the environment that you're around, where for yeah. a lot of people and in a lot of situations, it's easy to keep to yourself. I feel like being in a company like CC where everyone's so friendly and a lot of these things are kind of almost forced upon you like it it wasn't my idea to schedule these meetings it was my line manager on day right. one who said yeah. I think it'd be a really good idea for you to schedule these calls and learn more about the company um, yeah. and that really helped because you know some people aren't super extroverted and you know mm. that's okay yeah like you can still 
have a really great time on placement if you're a bit nervous about being in a big company with loads of people and having to talk to them like I get that can be really nerve-wracking so and here I think it's just a very easy and um, caring place to be able to go and reach out and do that kind of thing. That's a lovely, lovely thought, actually, Kai. And, and Lucy, this kind of matches what you said earlier as well. You know, it almost doesn't matter, you know, who you are as an individual, you know, whether you're really out there, you know, really confident or, you know, confident, but in your own way, where, you know, you might not be out there as much. And, you know, all these different individuals will fit at CC. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting what we're only 16 minutes in. And both of you have said that already. So that's a really, really nice thought and a really nice representative of, of what CC is all about. So really good point. Kai, I'm dying to talk about your projects, but that's the next question. So I'm going to move on to Emily, if that's okay. So Emily, you're next on my list. Um, similar kind of question. Um, what's your current role like uh, um, at CC and why CC? What, what was your kind of initial attraction? Yeah, so I'm the mechanical and manufacturing intern in um, our global med tech division. So MedTech kind of operates, we do all things medical devices, smart yeah. implants, drug delivery. And so kind of at university, um, one of my uni- for my university project was very MedTech focused. And so I knew that that was an area I wanted to work in. Mm-hmm. Although if I went, like the reason I chose CC in consultancy is because like I touched upon, it's just the breadth of projects that you're ex- exposed to is incredible, really. I think if you go to a product company, although it's a great opportunity you'll be developing one thing maybe for a long time or your entire career and at that stage of my development like I said I couldn't really imagine doing that and just committing myself to one area so I thought genuinely I really enjoy um, kind of med tech and so I wanted to stay in that space but give myself the opportunity to find out where I fit in that and so that's really what drew me to CC and I'm so glad I made that decision because, like I said, the amount of projects that we have on offer and the amount of expertise that's just on hand, it is incredible. And kind of similarly to what Kai said, in speaking to people, like there is really definitely such an open culture about that. I mean, um, although mine wasn't at the start when I first joined, so I've been at CC, I joined the same day as Kai, actually. So for coming up to four months now um, and I didn't schedule meetings um with some people at that stage but um a couple of weeks ago I thought to myself that I'm really interested in smart implants for example so I reached out to someone who is kind of like really in that space and in that team and developing them and we just scheduled an hour and he told me all about the work that he does and it was completely just like of our own accord and we just scheduled in some time and I think that's what's so special about CC is that everyone's really invested in kind of developing one another and like encouraging and like growing other people's skills and so I was just really appreciative as someone that had frankly no knowledge and no experience in smart implants I didn't even know what they were really or what they did I was going to ask that so you can have general implants like a prosthetic replacement or a hip replacement um, but smart implants go into the body and then they can they like give information to the nerves and then can receive information back so they might zap a certain nerve to make it function in a specific way for example Um, and so I had no idea and someone was more than happy to kind of give me all this knowledge and experience and tell me about the projects that they'd worked on just and also now it kind of came back because there's some internal work going on with smart implants and now because I had that conversation with that person 
they now know that I'm someone that's enthusiastic mm. about it so it kind of works both ways that they might come back to me so yeah really reiterating what Kai said and I think that's just down to the kind of environment that CC works in and then it is so open that people are more than welcome to talk to each other and chat and help one another and you know what ultimately as everyone on this webinar will know and everyone that is who knows me will know this is why I'm a massive advocate of placements because already Emily you've been experiencing these experiences <laughs> and you're starting to learn stuff which you might never have considered before and this has opened up Definitely. a whole new world of opportunity now which when you do go back to university you can then apply and you know you know drive your career in that direction if that's the you know the route that you want to go down so absolutely fantastic um again I'm trying not to ask about the projects in too much detail because I'm going to come back to you on that if that's okay so Finley coming to you next last but absolutely not least um yeah, similar questions. Current role, YCC, what's life like for you? Yeah, um, so I maybe jumped the gun a bit before, but so I'm in the DSP team. So is very based in sort of um, the combination of electronic hardware with software. Um, that's probably the best way to describe it. So... Mm -hmm. I think for me, I was just really interested in so many areas such as sort of um, wireless communications, PCB manufacture. Um, and I think for me, at least DSP was a really sort of good middle ground where you get exposure to all of those things. Yeah. I think in terms of YCC, I think slightly along the same sort of road as the others were on about it was very clear to me, even in the sort of application process, that it is a company where there's really knowledgeable people and um, a wealth of expertise, but also not intimidating. So mm -hmm. even on my first day, people in the team would come up to me just to introduce themselves. Um, I've had just random chats with people beside the coffee machine. Um, no matter what level, sort of director level, they'll still want to chat to you mm -hmm. um yeah and I think it just seems like a really um nice place to develop um and I think that's something that that is big in sort of CC culture as well is the development um I think there's a lot of push for you to get exposure to different things without being too forceful so um there's definitely an emphasis on you exploring your interests and maybe hearing about something that's going on and sort of chatting to someone a bit more about it and maybe then sort of going onto a project from that. Um, so, yeah. Exciting stuff. So, Finley, I'll stick with you then because you've spoke yeah. about already. I feel like I understand now what DSP stands, Digital Signal Processing. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me a bit about your world. Tell me a bit about the projects. What have you been up to then? Okay, so uh, since I've started, I've been on an internal project. So okay. rather than that being um, for a client, this is for sort of self-development to build up some knowledge in the company and also um, sort of have um, almost something at a very sort of basic level ready to show to a client or to build upon when you then get a client project. Mm -hmm. So the subject of my project has been to do with sort of 5G and uh, visualizing what's going on in 5G communications. Um, 
to then use in a whole host of um, client demos or maybe a conference. Um, so nice in general. Um, mm -hmm. And we've had opportunities already, despite the project not being finished, to um, demo to the, the project to some people in the department. And I think also it has been used in uh, some sales as well. So it's nice okay. to see your work already getting used mm -hmm. um, at an early stage. And Finley, do you, what's the lifespan of these projects then? Are these kind of projects always ongoing and you get to kind of jump in or will you kind of work on this project till, you know, from finish to end? How does it work for you? So for this particular project, I will be working on it from the beginning till the end. Um, so I was slightly lucky when I started that this project started maybe a week or two after I joined and it'll okay. run to completion maybe about the end of January. But right, okay. there are all sorts of sizes of projects, you know, in terms of numbers of people on the projects and also duration. So there's some really big ongoing projects where people come and go. And then something like my project where there's only maybe about five people on the project um, and very sort of dynamic. So, yeah, there's a wide range of um, project styles within CC. And will you be working on multiple projects whilst working on the 5G one? Uh, yes. Um, I, I think the 5G one has been taking up my time for the moment, but mm -hmm. then um, already I've sort of been exploring what else is out there and sort of putting out some feelers for what other projects are coming up or happening and what I could sort of be useful on. Um, yeah. I've already sort of started having those discussions with my my manager as well yeah so in terms of um how do you decide again how to split your time and you know how do you kind of look after your time in terms of the the time you dedicated to certain projects making sure you give enough time to explore what the next projects are coming up yeah. how does that all that work um so in terms of being on multiple projects what would happen is you would have a sort of agreed um split with your you would agree that with your manager. So say it might be 70, 30, you would aim to spend roughly those chunks of time um, on those projects. And I'd say something nice is that you're sort of responsible for your own time. It's not like someone's sort of looking down your neck, sort mm -hmm. of um, asking where something is. You're responsible for looking after what you're working on um, when which I think is nice because it gives you the freedom to do things in your own style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So then in terms of the next project, obviously for you as an individual, Finley, you, I'm mm. guessing you want to get as much experience as possible. Yeah. So how free are you then to, say, jump into another arm, say like ICE or med tech if you wanted to, or are you kind of now in this particular area and in your, that's your kind of lane? I would say no, not at all. Um, I think... Um, a big thing at CC is sort of um, sideways mobility. So um, people sitting around me, um, Sonia, who sits next to me, um, was interested in a biology project um, and um, spoke about that with her manager and is also now partly working on that project. Um, mm -hmm. So there's no, you're very much not put in a box. It's more about your sort of, your skills and your interests more than just what your role title is. 
Okay, that's cool. So you can keep, again, all options open. It seems quite relaxed yeah. in that sense as well, yeah. that, you know, CCO wanting you to get as much experience as possible, which is yeah. which is really, really good. Fantastic. Thanks, Finley. So Kai, I'm going to come to you next. Projects. Yeah. So tell us what you've been working on then and what, what's your kind of favourite project you've worked on so far? So as Emily said, I've been working here for, what is it, just under four months. And in that time, I've already been on three projects um, oh, really? which yeah. is is pretty awesome and they're all completely different to each other so wow. the kind of range of the stuff that I've been learning has been pretty pretty wild so yeah. the first one that I was spending a lot of time on was an internal project um, and that was a very biology focused product um, project um, so within the first couple of weeks I was in the biology labs wearing lab coats pretending to be a biologist it was something <laughs> I've never done before um, which was kind of half oh my god what have I got myself into be careful what you wish for but also learning from some amazing actual biologists and having the whole team there and coming out with you know an appreciation and understanding of all that kind of thing was yeah. was great so super like that I've been spending the majority of my time since then and kind of during a lot of these projects have all had big overlap so splitting your time the same way that Finley described um, yeah. working on a on a consumer electronics project for a big brand um, which is completely different lots of design yeah. lots of prototyping and it's pretty cool you know make having a prototype printed out in-house and feeling like I've made a really substantial contribution to that because you know the teams aren't huge on these projects so you know feeling really involved getting stuck in even though I'm just a mere intern is yeah, yeah. no it's, it's really cool and now I'm just starting on a new internal project, which is called the Tech Scholar Project. So there's okay. four Tech Scholar projects that run, and that's just for tech scholars and interns. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on one with Emily, and that will run um, for six months-ish. And at the end, they'll be presented to, you know, the whole company, and there'll be a winner, which is pretty awesome. And oh, that's – so it's a, it's a nice thing to do as, a, as an intern, yeah. but also – developing some IP or some cool promotional material for the company it's worthwhile as well maybe Emily will talk more about what that project is <laughs> like yeah because I was going to ask that kind of an internal project for me I kind of, kind of maybe a bit silly to think but I kind of didn't think you'd, you'd always be working on external client projects so an internal project is that something quite often Lucy that the business runs to kind of again up still upskill the staff and make sure you as a business you're doing the best you can do yeah, absolutely. And it's working on internal capabilities as well. Like we're mm -hmm. designing new science as well that we can then sell to clients. So there's clients coming to us with a problem, but also us thinking ahead of the curve. What's this yeah. new science that we can be kind of developing ourselves? The mm -hmm. tech school project is something I love. It's we do it every year. It's such an awesome way of our tech scholars and interns having kind of real responsibility on an end to end project that it's just interns and tech scholars with the knowledge of the company kind of hopefully there for them. We've just done a really cool uh, team building day as well um your team Kai and Emily's team won it's our egg race where they had to <laughs> had to get it it was like part of getting the tech scholar teams to like kind of get to know each other at first I think was it getting a an unboiled egg like 3.7 meters down in two minutes time without it like stopping moving it was this whole complex thing that as a recruiter I was I could not have won that but it was really cool I think the tech scholar project is so hugely valued at CC the whole company yeah. come and watch that end day it's yeah these internal projects are just as valuable and hopefully just as exciting 
Yeah, definitely. So Emily, I don't know if you want to add to that a little bit with you being involved as well or, or yeah, so yeah, so me and Kai, like you said, we're on the same tech scale project. So there are four that are running this year. But our project, um, we're going to be developing a solid state fermenter for mushroom cultivation. So um, and specifically, um, it will the end use is to extract psilocybin, which is a compound found, a natural compound found in mushrooms, which is being used in treatments um, for lots of mental health conditions. So it's being used in experimental treatments for um, kind of depression and OCD and things like that. So. Um, psilocybin it's the compound found in magic mushrooms and you can take people and kind of have a a therapeutic trip and it's been shown to have such positive effects in research and so CC have recognized this as a company that although lots of experimental work is being done on it at the moment um, when it comes to actually batch producing um, mushrooms that kind of globally no one has really shown a capability for that so that's why we're going to kind of develop this fermenter and hopefully grow some mushrooms and see see where we get what to so in terms of time on this project and you know putting yourself in a situation I mean I'm assuming Emily you 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 don't know much about this area beforehand so where are you sourcing all this from how does this project even start and how does it grow yeah so like I said there are four that are presented to us so um actually another thing that's really cool about the textile project is they're all proposed by uh, like other employees so um for example my you get assigned a buddy when you join CC and my buddy he's the PM of another textile project that's happening um and so they're proposed by other employees and often these are people around you and they just have a vision for this project and so then they'll pitch them to the tech scholar kind of management team and then they have their internal process and they then choose four projects that will be run and then ourselves as the interns we can then give our top choices and I mean Kai and I are very happy this was our top choice and we managed to get our top <laughs> choice so um, yeah really looking forward to it. So in terms of um, kind of time then in terms of I don't know why I'm I'm so focused on time with my questions, but in t- I'm just thinking how just how do you kind of navigate all your time? Have you got another project that you need to be working on, or is this solely yeah. you now the foreseeable? Yeah, so with our textile projects, um, yeah, as an example, we're spending twenty percent of our time on those. Um, okay. so that's roughly one day a week. And like people have touched on before, you can spend that whenever you want. If you want to give Tuesday as your day for textile day, you can do that, or you can kind of dip in and out like as when's best suited for your kind of schedule but um yeah so I'm on um as Kai said we've been here for like less than four months and I've probably been on like four or five projects um by now but um I've kind of settled down because I'm on one client project and I've been on that one for the past um two months or so um and it's going to be running until like through into the new year so that's been taking up a lot of my time but um yeah there was a stage as they mentioned before there is quite a lot of overlap so at one point, um, I mean, it was a great position to be in. In some ways, I had probably too many projects that I was going to be on. But yeah. so um, like I sat down and had a meeting with my line manager and kind of spoke to him about the situation and said that although I think it's great to be enthusiastic and kind of mm-hmm. throw yourself in, but also there's a point in which you need to recognize that you're out of your depth or you're going to kind of be putting yourself forward for too much. And so um 
because people were asking me to do work because interns work is really valued in the company and people mm -hmm. know that kind of there's lots of like yeah technical work that we can do and testing and development and so I'd had like quite a few too many people approach me for work mm -hmm. and so I had to say no to people and kind of saying no felt a bit strange but having my line manager to talk about that with really helped me and he was like encouraging me and reassuring me that no this is the right decision and kind of yeah I think CC they want to stretch you and it's definitely a steep learning curve but by no way would they want you to ever be something that's out of your depth or feel that like you've signed up for too much so yeah I think that wasn't a problem that I was expecting to have when I joined the company um, but it's really nice that yeah what could have been a problem definitely wasn't and it's such an environment where you can just say oh one second yeah, I've maybe got too much on yeah, yeah, just, so yeah, yeah. You know, and that's actually a really quite a good point to make for, you know, all the audience listening, you know, because when you are going out on these places, when you are going out on these, you know, graduate programs, schemes, jobs, whatever, you know, yes, you've got to be seen being out there, putting yourself in certain situations, but then you've also got to recognise, don't put yourself too thin. And, you know, then you can't actually commit to something or, you know, you, you can't give something your all. So it's a really good point that because everyone says, don't they, you know, you put yourself out there, you know, yes, and ask and get involved. But you've got to recognise actually, no, enough's enough. I'm just going to look after what I've got. So that's, you know, really good point, Emily. And look um, after yourself, I think, as well. <laughs> Sorry, I think, like, look after yourself as well. You know, yeah. like, balance is so important. We don't have a culture here where it's like, okay, you've got more work, so work the extra hours. It's, you know, mm. there's a rooftop bar that's open from this time. Finish your day, <laughs> go and calm down, you know, go and relax or go and do whatever you like after work, but don't over, you know, overdo it. Yeah. Lucy, I'm going to ask you then, so what's this rooftop bar like? <laughs> Tell me well, about this rooftop bar. <laughs> Our rooftop bar is, is a really great space where we can take clients there, but also on the days that we don't have client meetings that kind of from kind of 5 p.m. onwards, yes. it's open to everyone at CC. Oh, so cool. all staff can go there. There's soft drinks, there's alcoholic drinks. There's a whole outside space with speakers at Christmas. There's like mulled wine and mince pie nights with all the oh. Christmas music. We have Pim's nights. It's just a really nice space at the end of the day if you just want to go in to chat to people. I've been up there and spoken to people that I've never spoken to before and suddenly had a really cool, interesting conversation. You know, you go up maybe with some of your team and end up speaking to someone completely different and just networking. And you don't have to go there after work. I don't even go there that often after work. But, you know, if you want to and you want to go there, it's a really cool space just to network, really, I think, and use. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think our interns and, and interns and tech scholars and grads probably use it quite a, quite a bit as well, I hope. You know, it's a good resource. Um. But yeah, so I think work-life balance, either way, flexible working. I have two yeah. dogs. I really like finishing early so I can get home to my children, my 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 dog children. So, you know, everyone's <laughs> got their own kind of things that are important to them. And I think that's yeah. why not overdoing it with projects and kind of being reasonable, like Emily's done, is, is super important. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and I'm really glad you said the word networking as well, because I, I can imagine, you know, from all of your experiences here, almost networking is crucial. Yes, you know, you're working on a certain project in a certain team at a certain time, but you almost don't know what's going to come in next. You almost don't know what you're going to work in on this time next year, never mind, you know, in a couple of months time. So almost networking is almost crucial within your company and within your industry, really, isn't it? And having those skills is quite important to develop, even if you haven't got yeah. them. And I think, but not everyone has those skills. And also yeah. the thing that I think is quite important is not everyone wants to network with clients as well. Not everyone wants to sit yeah. on a client meeting. Some people really just want to do that technical work and not have to network yeah. as much. And that's actually okay. You mm. know, we've got so many different people here, so many different minds. Networking is, is important. You want to get jobs on, you want to get kind of cool projects, but also 
you know we can help build people's confidence but also we can help appreciate help other people appreciate that not everyone wants to do all of that kind of networking going and speaking to people and that's actually fine um you know it's all about kind of having a diverse range of people and skills so um yeah yeah really good point love it um in terms of next questions is future plans but I feel like I know this answer for all of you already. You're going to stay at 60 <laughs> in this career. <laughs> um, Finley, I'll come to you next. You know, in terms of where you're at in, in your kind of stage, yeah. in your career, uh, what's the future looking like for you at CC? And, you know, can you imagine yourself where you'd be in, say, a year's time or even potentially five years' time? Yeah, I think at this stage in my career, I think probably the biggest thing for me is sort of getting exposure to a lot of different um, sort of concepts, technical and otherwise, just sort of, I think, generally putting myself out there uh, on projects and um, sort of aiming to sort of better myself in terms of public speaking and all those other soft skills uh, that maybe you don't get so much time for at at uni. Um, So, yeah, I'd say in a year's time, probably just be more um confident in sort of my programming skills and applying them to sort of technical challenges I'd say five years time would like to sort of um develop slightly up the hierarchy maybe become a senior engineer I think that sort of path would be really cool yeah Mm -hmm. Finley have you got any thoughts or admirations become chartered or anything like that or yeah it's something I've thought about and um I've sort of discussed with my manager as well. Yeah. It's not something I think CC push for, but then I think if that's something personally you'd like to to yeah. go for, they're very supportive of you um, and would help you through that process. Yeah. Um, so I think that's sort of a personal uh, thing to choose. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. And in terms of Emily and Kai, um, obviously you want to complete your um, internship and have a you know fantastic rest of the of, of the year. But in terms of future plans, and kind of Emily, you've touched upon it slightly already. You know, kind of gaining these experiences and how much it's benefited you already in terms of maybe even just future projects at CC, but where your career can take you. So personally, you know, how do you think this placement so far? Like I know we're only four, four or five months in, but has benefited you as an individual. So Emily with you on that one yeah I think honestly I hadn't expected how much it would benefit me I thought oh I'll go do a placement frankly lots of my friends were doing placements and I thought it'd be really nice to get some experience wherever that be for the year but it's totally surprised me how much I've enjoyed it and I think it's given me so much motivation for when I go back to complete my final year I think working at university you're going to lectures you're doing in my case because I'm a mechanical engineer you're doing design projects but they don't really have like a a, like a commercial focus or an end focus so sometimes it is hard to stay motivated but coming into industry and actually working on real life projects for real people for real clients like it's just such a different kettle of fish and I think that it's just so much more interesting and like I said motivating and you're surrounded by lots of different people and yeah because it's not just your course I'm working with electronics engineers I'm working with data engineers like you're able to be exposed to so many different people um I think it's really kind of brought on my mindset as to what is out there and the kind of work that's on offer like Kai said he's like heard like exposed to projects that he didn't even know that science existed it's Mm -hmm. so similar so I think 
really a company like CC it's just broaden everything and so in terms of going back I'm just excited to complete my final year and then I would love to carry on working in medtech I think it's really consolidated to me that that's the area that I want to be in um so yeah although it's maybe not as broad as ice it's still like I said you've got lots of different areas that you can go down but um yeah it's definitely confirmed to me that it's the place where I want to be perfect amazing how does that work Lucy do the interns need to reapply to come back as a grad or the fast track yeah it's a really good question to be honest it kind of there is slight variations across uh the division so a a lot of our interns move to grads to be honest um so we've already got I think like 15 offers to our last year placement students who finished the summer of this year for for next year so it's really really common so quite often at the end of um at the end of one of our placement students year with us uh the group leader may uh kind of have that final meeting and offer the position Mm -hmm. in some cases there would be uh they'll just come kind of come back closer to the time because we have to consider some of not all of our placement students will be on in their final year so for those that have got kind of a couple years left they'll then come back kind of towards towards um the end of their university time and might have like a shorter interview just to touch base and then that would go to kind of offer so it kind of depends on on the circumstances yeah it's it's this what we you know we're investing and we've got these amazing interns that are spending time with us who've done this amazing work we'd love to have them back um but it's not you know it's not mandatory we also appreciate that this is an opportunity to help our placement students work out what they like we've actually yeah. got one placement student last year that worked in a completely different space in test uh, in our wireless and digital services dis- division and they've been offered a role for ice and machine learning because they've realized wow. that's what they enjoy a bit more so there is also that kind of flexibility there as well mm. probably not articulated that very well but yeah no, I you think have, you, no, you have recruit a lot of interns yeah. to grads and that's kind of you know yeah hopefully it's up to up to the individuals and, and circumstances I suppose yeah that's quite a good point Lisa actually before this because I was doing a bit of research on you on you guys and watching some video content on your hub you've got some really good video content on there and it was a, a an interview I've forgotten the lady's name but she was saying a similar thing she actually applied for a certain role and then I think it was someone who have your team Lucy I said actually you'd be perfect for this kind of role so that's quite nice to know that you know CC are wanting the best for you as an individual as well you know and if you do apply to an opportunity and it might be that they think you're better off somewhere else that you'd have those discussions which I thought was really really good yeah that's actually what happened to me sorry how was it yeah Yeah. so I um interviewed for a mechatronics role actually uh, mechatronics and integrated systems but um when I had my technical interview um in the answer to some of my questions they thought that my design work would be better so that's why I'm in um mechanical engineering and manufacturing but it doesn't mean that I can't work in any mechatronics work Mm. Um, and that's what like I was really pleased about when I joined I've been on a um, ice project I worked on a continuum robot so because they knew that I did have some coding experience I was still able to use that but um, like you exactly said they kind of saw that I'd be suited for something else but it doesn't mean it's completely shutting away that door and they're Mm -hmm. ignoring what you originally wanted to do it's kind of working together and saying that you might be better suited for this but you can still try out other things so that's exactly my experience really. There we are. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> um, next, gonna go, I talk a bit. Oh, conscious for time, but Kai, do you want to add anything to that in terms of the benefit of doing a placement, or do you feel like it's been said? I mean, it's it's been said really. Everyone should do a placement. Really, it's great. You'll <laughs> learn so much. I'm learned more doing this than I than I ever expected. So yeah, 
do yeah. well. Perfect. Yeah. They are going to love you forever for saying that, Kai. <laughs> I, I'm such a massive advocate of doing a placement. Um, sticking with you, Kai, um, if you don't mind, talking a bit about training and development then. It sounds like you've all got that support um, in, term, in, in in lots of different ways. Is But if you experienced anything particular that you want to tell everyone about in terms of your training development and how CC have supported you? Um, yeah, so I, I guess there's kind of two sides to it. There's one mm-hmm. of the, you know, the training that is offered to all employees, and that is way more extensive than I would have imagined. So I've been on loads of training courses, um, mm-hmm. both technical and non-technical. Um, so, you know, you'll be introduced to new software you've not learned before. And I've been on, you know, days and days of, of like CAD training for software that, you know, I hadn't used. So that's been really helpful. Um, and yeah. then more, you know, specific particular things about work that you might be doing or areas of interest you might have. But then also I'd say you just learn such an incredible amount from being on projects and speaking to engineers with far more experience than you do. Um, And, you know, I guess that's a bit intimidating at the beginning when you've got to learn the bit of the jargon and, you know, some of the stuff that people are talking about you wouldn't have come across before when, you know, it's perhaps something which, you know, isn't as complicated as you know you'd imagine um yeah. but you but you just pick it up so fast I feel so much more confident now than I did four months ago just by being on the projects and doing the training and I know that if there's an area that I'd like to learn more about you know I know people who've done courses on you know all kinds of different stuff um so there's always that opportunity available and that's made very clear it's very well publicized and that's yeah. for any stage in your career it's not just for interns who are expected to maybe not know quite as much that's for everyone you know and it makes sense you know from a business perspective you know cc want all of their employees by the sounds of it to be at the best at what they do you know if they're the best at what they do then they can offer the best customer service to their clients mm-hmm. so it's almost built in isn't it is it what you do as a business but going right down to that support and training and development for those individuals you know it's needed so that's really really good to hear uh finley i'm going to come to you next if yep. that's okay the next question and um, just kind of moving away from your day job um you might be able to give more examples maybe but kai or emily you can add chip in if, you, if you've got other experiences but you know in kind of moving away from the day job what kind of other um things do you get up to at, at cc yeah so i mean um the social aspect of CC is actually really good as well. They've got a social club um, who run all sorts of events. I didn't go, but there was um, a sort of go-karting event earlier on this month. Um, they have weekly badminton and other clubs. I um, go to a weekly board game club on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Outside of work, loads of people are keen to do things outside of work. So that might be just sort of going up to the bar. Um, I also go climbing and people from my team, but other parts of the company um, will sort of go together. Um, and even if you don't go with someone, you might bump into someone from CC mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, it's a nice place to be. Yeah. Oh, lovely. That's nice. And um, yeah, Kai, Emily, I don't know if you've had, I'm, guess, I'm assuming you will have but had similar experiences. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I feel like before I started, I didn't really have an idea of what that culture was going to be like. But I've been so pleasantly surprised by how well I've got on with 
everyone in my team and whoever everyone who I've got on with and I find myself you know on evenings and weekends spending time with people who I've met at work mm-hmm. way way more often than I would have imagined at the beginning whether it's going around to someone's house for you know to, for, to make some curry and to play some board games or going climbing or doing mm-hmm. something organized through the social club that's been a far more extensive part of my kind of outside of work life than I thought I was that it was going to be before I started which is a really really good thing oh, amazing lovely that's a really good point thanks Kai Emily I don't know if you want to add yeah definitely that. I think yeah like I've been to board game nights we had quite a few um like pizza evenings for early careers as well which is always good and it's pizza up at the bar so pizza and a pint I think <laughs> can't go wrong oh, no, that pizza and pint now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and again climbing I mean it's the engineers thing I went last night and I met three people from CC that I'd never seen before kind of thing so <laughs> it's really nice that lots of people do want to socialize outside of work and um yeah we have a paint and sip night coming up so it's kind of um yeah it's like canvas painting um and wine drinking again there was wine tasting last night so the social club are really really great at putting things on for people and it's really well received like lots of people go and like people want other people to go so yeah it's it's really great that's really really nice and Carla I'm going to hand back to you because I'm conscious of the time Mm. and I'm I again I attend these webinars and I'm like I want to apply as well (laughs) so tell us the how do we apply and what's the application process yeah absolutely so um for the application process obviously you can go on to the hub on grad cracker and there's a full mix of the roles that we have available at the moment it's uh worth noting some actually some of our graduate roles might be coming live more of them might be coming through uh, early next year as well so definitely worth touching base there have a look at the company get a feel for the company you can apply through the hub you can apply for more than one role um as emily's stated you know we might actually receive your application and think that you might might be slightly better suited to applying to another role or actually going through the interview process for more than one roles and in that case we'll try and double up those interviews together to save you time um i review all the applications first and then they go to the hiring manager or the recruitment team uh, who are kind of in that group and then our first stage interview is a 45 minute zoom interview we mm-hmm. try and move as quickly as possible with this process as well but also being considerate if you've got other interviews going on we can try and work with you to align those even if it's kind of commuting to cambridge or just with general timelines. Mm -hmm. The Zoom interview is kind of a blend of technical and non-technical, very much based on what's on your CV. So I would really recommend putting modules on your CV, but specifically the modules that you enjoy doing at university, because we will kind of shape our roles, the candidate that will add the most value to the team. So put the stuff that you like doing on, and we're going to ask you questions about that. So I would, you know, don't put those modules that you really don't enjoy, you know, (laughs) put the ones you want to talk about, um, get them on there. And we'll just try and make sure that we're kind of putting you in front of the right people the second stage is at our Cambridge office now on the grad cracker hub I think it's a really great resource but there's a video on there saying what to expect at CC it's an animated video but it really gives kind of logistical kind of what the reception area looks like what the whole process is on that day just so you can kind of feel comfortable for arriving because I think it's quite nerve-wracking sometimes Um, Mm and everyone's really friendly but they're in the office is a blend of technical and non-technical lunch and tour of our facilities you'll meet with me we'll do kind of some catching up talking through kind of um you know what you want to gain from the role etc etc and then we'll get back to you within two weeks if we're offering you the position worth also noting if you are offered a position and you're going to join 
in around April time, we organise a tour for all the early career starters to come to the office together. You get to meet each other. You can see your team outside of that interview setting, you know, actually see them again outside of the interview. We do demos, which you possibly won't see in your interview day because you haven't signed a confidentiality agreement <laughs> so you get to come back and you see some cool demos and it's often used afterwards it finishes around 2 30 you can go and look at accommodation uh with those uh other team members if you want to share accommodation so there's quite a few different things in the process that hopefully helps you but it is ultimately a two-stage interview process and um yeah an opportunity for you to meet the team so yeah put, yeah put yourself on the cv on your application talk about yourself you've hopefully heard say how different everyone is with their individual kind of interests so on your application really really put who you know who you are put your interests what you enjoy are you a hobbyist we want to know if you like building bikes in your spare yeah. time or taking yeah. down you know computers get that on there we want to see you um would be my advice uh, for that process Perfect. Lucy, Perfect. do you mind me adding a bit of pillowism to that? Because I'm seeing that this year. A mm. lot of students are saying to me they're doing part-time jobs, potentially, you know, in retail, hospitality, whatever. And they're saying to me, but I haven't got any work experience. And I'm like, you have. If you've got a part-time mm. job, there's so many transferable skills in, a, in having a part-time job. And it doesn't matter that it's not necessarily relevant to the company or the industry that you're applying to. Um, so, Lucy if you don't mind putting you on the spot, you know, you'd like to see that. That's that's good for you to see that in an application that students, you know, are also yeah, juggling that 10 roles as well as yeah absolutely because I think there's so many qualities to be taken from that so many qualities and you know so much of what we're looking at outside of early careers recruitment as well is career switches you know exp experience mm -hmm. that people have had um previously so there's so many translatable skills we you know we also want to kind of know what you, you've been doing kind of what environments mm -hmm. you've been exposed to so yeah definitely get that on there and also you know for those that kind of are into software your github even if you've been working on things in your free time mm -hmm. we just want to get a bit of a flavor of you to be honest so all yeah. of that stuff you're kind of projects that you've done at home work if you're doing part-time roles at the moment um definitely yeah definitely get it on that one thing I am like a, a bit anti as a recruiter is the whole myth like oh it should be a one stage or a two stage cv mm -hmm. I think like I, I don't like that kind of restriction like go with kind of talk about yourself get things on there um and we'll have a look through um but key to me is getting those those modules on there so we can see what you're enjoying and, and a bit about you that's a good point and thanks Lucy and yeah definitely top tip and talk to us a little bit more about Cambridge then so do you help with relocation you've just mentioned about um how sharing and things like that how does yeah. CC help students when sure. they, they do need to, to come to the office yeah Cambridge I might be biased I've only ever lived in Cambridge but I love Cambridge <laughs> uh, one of my favorite places is the botanical gardens and we have free access as being CCers so there's loads oh, of wow. things that you can do Cambridge itself I'll try and be quick I know we're conscious that we've got the time but, but effectively we... where we're based is in the Cambridge Science Park so mm -hmm. that 15 minutes from our office is a train station yeah. there's the guided bus route that goes straight in and it's a city of cyclists so if you like cycling a great place to be we get <laughs> our bike service for free each month um, so it's really commutable if you're relying on public transport. I personally live in a tiny little village, 20 minutes out, and I drive in. There's so many convenient places around. It's just it's good to get to because of hybrid working in the Cambridge area. Traffic, I find, is absolutely fine. Um, yeah. So Cambridge, great, really commutable place in where we are in the office. Before you join, I'll connect you with all the other starters for that year. Um, yeah. And I'll share a presentation with 
estate agents that you could reach out to, common areas that our tech scholars, interns and grads stay in, and then encourage those new starters to liaise with each other um, and go and look at accommodation together. Um, a lot of our previous interns will then share their landlord details. We've got one house that's been passing through the ranks for a few oh. years now. Um, so yeah, we definitely try and kind of, I suppose, encourage those communications uh, with yeah. each other, share some resources. And if you're a grad and your home address is more than 45 miles from our office, Mm -hmm. and you're moving within 30 miles there's a relocation package as well so that's nice. uh removal vans uh temporary kind of house hunting costs if you're looking mm -hmm. to buy a house which not everyone's in a position to do so but if you are there's support and legal fees as well so that's if you're uh -huh. a grad moving closer so a few different things but for us it's just trying to yeah give support where we can uh give hints and tips and things like that Perfect. Thank I really you. like Cambridge. I think it's a great place. <laughs> <Personally. laughs> um, it's a lovely city. It's a really nice space. It's stuff yeah, for it's, everyone. It's yeah, I like it. Well, we're, we're, our office is based in York, which is quite similar to Cambridge and in really beautiful locations. Um, so don't forget what Lucy said and what I said at the beginning of the webinar, currently open to interns and graduates. So make sure you get your applications in. As we mentioned, um, there's a preliminary deadline of the 30th of November. Um, but that could be extended, but um, it might it might not be. So don't rush, but do get your applications in as soon as as soon as you can. And like Lucy said, opportunities might be opening in the new year as well. So give CC a quick follow on Gradcracker and um, to be alerted when their opportunities go live. And um, join me and Jess next Thursday. I can't believe it's in November. And um, we're joined by the REF on the next webinar. But thank you very much, everybody, for attending today. It's been brilliant, and we'll hopefully see you again soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, bye, -bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. -bye. Thank you very bye. Much.